had already started, but <laughs> that's as good a start as any, honestly. <laughs> you thumping your chest. Well, oh. I didn't want to just belch. Oh. That's like farting on air, which I also don't do. You're gonna. That's the whole goal of this podcast, is to get you to fart on air. So if I do, then can we just stop doing this podcast yeah, already? Yeah, if you fart, on the, then we're done. That's the whole, it's the end. Then we can finally be finished. It's like therapy when they start, you know, it's like to get you on a plane finally. And then That's my plane? That's your plane. Yep. That's your trip to Hawaii. <laughs> I'd rather go to Hawaii, but thank you. <laughs> if you fart on air, I'll take you to Hawaii. You will not. I will. Maybe not immediately, <laughs> but someday. It'll be a promise hanging out there. You'll be like, we'll be like 90. You'll be like, you said you were taking me to Hawaii. I don't want to go to Hawaii that much. To fart on air? What about <laughs> yeah. somewhere cooler? What about Scotland? I'll take you to Scotland. I think it's... Singapore. Like, been there. Uh, been there, done been that. Been there. Um... <laughs> Didn't you come there? Actually, you know what happened to me in Singapore? What? <gasps> I got taken into airport security because the guy I was with had um, purple fur-covered handcuffs. Whoa. Yeah. Not cool in Singapore. Really? Yeah. Like, because it's like, um, it's like a police thing, you know? It's like if you're, you can't have guns, you can't have knives, you can't have handcuffs. Wow. Yeah, it was really scary, actually. And I had to sign something that said, would not go back to Singapore. Really? Yeah. So you can't go back to Singapore. (laughs) All because of of your kinky (laughs) lifestyle. (laughs) Which, what, I was there with him. We probably were going to have sex. I had no idea about the handcuffs. Sure glad they found him at the airport and, like, asked me about him. (sighs) Fuzzy handcuffs are... But you know what he said? He, according to him, and I do believe him, they were, like, one of those joke gifts... And he had been to a party and gotten joke gift at a party, and then he was traveling all the time, and so he put him in a suitcase with the rest of his stuff. And they were like, that one is of not those true. Hidden, I don't know. <laughs> that is for sure not with those. <laughs> well, I feel like I know him these. well enough, intimately enough, if you will, that I would know if there was kinky stuff going on. That's not very kinky. Handcuffs are not purple. But for ones those are just either. that's just they seemed very like to me. a jokey item. Like. Fuzzy, just like there to embarrass you. Fuzzy kind of handcuffs like. offend me in a way that if I found a like triple sided dildo, <laughs> like I'd be like, sure, have a good time. Which I don't even know if there is such a thing. They were but... freaky dinky too. You know, it's not like it wouldn't even have held you. No, unless you were like along like, for the ride. Don't insult me. Yeah. Bring real fucking handcuffs. Don't bring these fucking fuzzy. Yeah, but not to Singapore. Not to Singapore. <laughs> no. Just gonna have to use bondage tape, like a real person. <laughs> There's something really creepy to me about fuzzy handcuffs. I don't know, like, if you if you were like, he had handcuffs, I'd be like, cool, that's fine. You guys were ready for a good time. But fuzzy handcuffs, it's just insulting. It's insulting. Yeah, I think it's something about, like, they're going to touch part of your body that might have fluids on it and then get all gross. Kind of like those think, carpety things on a toilet. I think it's because I find, like, this sort of faux uh, Kama Sutra kinky stuff just sort of... Uh, like obnoxious like somebody gave us um one time when i was still married somebody gave us this like kama sutra kinky sex kit and i remember opening and it had like a feather and it had like this ridiculous like faux like uh like a cloth flogger and and the whole thing is insulting to me i was like trying too hard if i want to be flogged i'll go get a i'll get a proper (laughs) flogger thank you don't give me this cloth like a feather what am i going to do with a feather I don't know. And it had like, like it had um, edible angel dust and a paintbrush that you're supposed to put all over your lover and lick it off. And I was like, that's offensive. <laughs> like, I would, I would let you, like, I can think of a thousand, like, pee on me before I'd let you eat any kind of food off of my body. Being, like, ha- like did you ever watch Nine and a Half Weeks and there's that whole refrigerator scene and they're, like, eating food off of each other? That, I, I think I just realized that that's one of my, like, one of my only no-goes in sex <laughs> is introducing any sort of eating Food anything stuffs. especially like having like glitter that you put on and then lick off of each other stop that knock it off just have uh, sex what i want to know is who's washing the sheets after this and what yes, the hell is it gonna take mess. to get this it had chocolate off my it had sheet. chocolate sauce no. that you, it was finger paint chocolate sauce that you put on each other and i was like that's gross don't put chocolate sauce on each other that i i think i just found the only kind of sex that offends me <laughs> like furry sex i'm like yeah sure people like to dress up that's fine but chocolate sauce and like finger painting? No. 
That's a no-go. No, that's not acceptable. I don't think it's well, I'm sorry. Also, I feel like I just don't ever need that much to get me going. No. Like, I don't need to, in- I don't need to introduce <laughs> right. a bunch of props. I just don't. I'm fine with props. We have we have drawers full of props, but uh, f- like food related, just sort of I guess like starter level fuzzy handcuff uh, glitter <laughs> stuff is just like I don't know. It just seems like just do the stuff. Like if you're into the BDSM stuff, don't sugarcoat it with fuzz. That guy was into BDSM and was trying to be like, huh, feathers in my right. This is jokes. Here, what do you think of this? And then almost got you arrested. No, it was like police custody, actually. That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, with really serious people in who, don't, who don't, you know, like, do you remember when that guy went to Singapore and did something and then they, they caned actually him? caned him? Yeah, I do remember like, that. I was it was like, a huge deal. Yeah, that could have been me because yeah. of those handcuffs. Oh, that, it's, that is completely terrifying. <laughs> it was not funny in any way until right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally, I finally realized it's funny. Yeah, that, that's very funny that you can't go back into Singapore. Because of your boyfriend's <laughs> inability to pick out decent sex toys. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. He stayed at some really nice hotels and had some great meals, though. That sounds, so sounds great. Day. Dylan has gone to Singapore a couple times for work and highly recommends it. He says it's very clean. Oh, my gosh. Very so fun. clean. Yeah, that's what I mean. You can't even chew gum there. Yeah. Like, like that's illegal. Yeah. No, that's... So, forget handcuffs. What did he do? He graffitied. Didn't, wasn't that why he got caned? The kid who... He got caned because he graffitied something? I don't know what Yeah, I, that's what it was. I remember that was a huge deal. I think that was in the 90s. Yeah. And it was like the top, everybody was like on different sides of whether he should be caned, whether he shouldn't. And then he was caned. And then he was caned. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they're not, they're not fucking around in Singapore. Nope. Well, then I won't take you to Singapore. I'll take you to Thailand. Okay. Okay. I'm you fart on mic. And I'll bring... New topic! What if I bring uh, an entire suitcase just full of fuzzy handcuffs? <laughs> we go to Thailand. We'll hand them out as souvenirs. We can Not put our names going. on them. Okay. Oh, I... Uh, hi! Welcome to Couplescape! With... Emma Arnold. And Jocelyn, also known as Pidge. Pidge. <laughs> That's got me thinking about nicknames a lot. Ever since we, we talked about nicknames, I've been like, yeah... I'm going to have a nickname. It's going to happen now. We're still working I on it. I can't wait. I think, I think it's a really oppor- an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I'm crowdsourcing it. Yeah. I'm going to get somebody to just throw, keep throwing them at me, and it'll happen. It'll happen for like me. I feel like Twitter would be a really good place to crowdsource a nickname. A nickname? <laughs> yeah. Just get everybody's opinion that you don't want. <laughs> also known as Twitter. Also that. <laughs> so how have you been? Um, I've been fine. I've been really, really busy. So it's been good that you've been out of town. Yeah, because it's I been a couple been able weeks. To see yeah. You anyway. Yeah. Yeah. At least a couple weeks. I think you've been gone three weeks. I think so too. Yeah. It feels like because you night. came back for like one day. You're like, I'll be here on Friday, and then yeah. you're leaving. And I was like, okay, nice. Day. Yeah. It was. It's been. It's actually only. I think it's only been two weeks actually. But it just feels like the longest two weeks of my entire life. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. great. Thank you again, 2016. Mm-hmm. It's really bringing it home. And then I heard that something's going into retrograde again and, like, don't buy any electronics. And <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> of course, because oh, we just great. had the full moon. <laughs> yeah. I don't ever believe in any of that stuff, but one day um, one, of my, one of my lady comic friends, like, she tweeted or she, like, messaged all of us and was like, you know, Mer- Mercury's in retrograde and watch out tonight because... Um, really bad things are going to happen. And I was like, ah, you're cute, but you're nuts. That's silliness. And then all this terrible shit happened that night. And so I messaged her. I was like, dude, you weren't kidding about that whatever planet thing you said. Not that I still believe it, but she was not wrong. And all of us had terrible nights. I always believe it when it confirms my negative experience. Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. (laughs) Same with fortune cookies. nothing (laughs) positive that I've ever read my horoscope has ever come true. Anything about, like, this is your week for love. Or you're going to have a windfall of cash. Like, none of that's ever come true. But if I could, you know, have some sort of catastrophe with water in my house, for instance. Mm -hmm. That would be horoscope related. That's exactly what it was. (laughs) Yeah. No, nothing, none of mine have ever come true. And they're always so vague. Like, somebody sent me the, the, 
the like really big one where you does like your whole personality and your love life and it's like you're in a gregarious outgoing person i'm like i am <laughs> you know i'm always like confirmed what is your sign though i'm a gemini and people oh, are always like oh that makes so much yeah, sense that makes so much sense. oh my god you're such a gemini yeah. i am such a gemini i'm a pisces you're such a pisces i don't even know what that means you're like <laughs> well it's the best sign it's at the very end so it like has all of the signs within it we're oh. very empathetic very wise people. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Nope. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like that's anybody's so ever going to read something that says they're wise and be like, that's not really me. I don't think so. <laughs> Mine says I'm like two faced and, uh, you know, like you have dual personalities and I'm always like, that's true though. <laughs> it's yeah, also true of right. me. Yeah, I think it's true. I, it's probably true of everybody. But that's because I'm a Pisces and I encompass all. Yeah, signs. so everything works for you. Yeah. So uh, you have a good idea, and I'm excited to hear. Yeah, I'm excited of for you to tell this. And how the year goes. So you know how we have like all these ridiculous holidays, like Eat a Burger Day and National Beer Day mm-hmm. and uh, National Smile at Your Cat Day and all those. So I was in a coffee shop the other day, and I was standing behind this girl, cute girl, young, hip girl. And she was wearing, like, one of those kind of strappy dresses. And underneath it, I could see that she was wearing this ancient nude bra that was chewed all to hell. And I was horrified by her bra and wishing for her that she had chosen maybe a different bra to wear under it so that the whole of the world didn't see her ratty-ass bra. And then I was like, how many bras like that do you have yeah. right now at oh, home yeah. that you could access? And the answer was a lot, and also just underwear in general. And I think the real problem is, is that we don't have a day where collectively we all throw away our old underwear. There's never, like, an occasion where you're like, okay, I'm cleaning all this out, throwing it away, getting new. Yeah. And so, and then, you know, like, you haven't done laundry in a couple of weeks, and you're rifling through your underwear drawer, and you're like, I can't wear any of this. Yeah. Why is it there, then? Yeah. So I think we should have a national day of throwing away your old underwear. I think that this is a genius idea. (laughs) I do. Because as soon as you suggested it to me, I was like, oh my God. I probably have 50 plus pairs of underwear. Partly because um, I don't actually wear underwear. On a daily basis, I don't wear underwear. Uh, it's uh, constricting, and I don't like it. I like to breathe. and But I don't ever wear it, but I own 50 pairs of it or more. But then I will go out of town, and I'll be like, oh, I forgot to pack underwear. So I'll go buy underwear and come back, put it in my drawer, not wear it. Because, like, you know, when you're out of town, you're just like, oh, I, what if I need underwear? And so I'll buy it. But then I never throw away any of the old pairs. And so, and, and yeah, it's not like regular clothes where you can donate it and not feel bad about, like, oh, wasting no, you have to clothes. Throw it in the trash. Yeah, you have to <laughs> throw it in the trash. I, I want to send this episode to my mother, who not only donates underwear to uh, the youth ranch, but also when we were kids, purchased our underwear secondhand, uh, religiously purchased it secondhand, and was like, what? It's just clothes. It's just clothes. And when I finally caught her doing it is because she would take underwear she had bought at the Goodwill and then put it in a Bon Marche bag and and sneak her, like, so I never knew that we were going to use underwear until I was, like, a teenager. And then I was like, wait a minute, why aren't there ever tags on our underwear? Like, when I started buying my own underwear. And she finally came out that she had been buying us used underwear that entire time. Yeah. <sighs> and no. so don't do that. Don't, don't, don't donate. I also, sometimes I'll be like at a thrift store and I'll be in the underwear section and be like, really, you just hung these, these all these things up. I mean, bras, I guess, are kind of sometimes okay. Like you could donate your bras, I guess. Like if you have a nice Victoria's but Secret bra. But that's the thing. It's the item of clothing that nobody ever throws away. So once they finally, yeah. it's worn out. It's the, yeah. You wear out underwear. You do. And, and like, because I, I wear it when I'm on my period. So I have all these period underwear that have holes in them and are disgusting, which could just be thrown away and you could kind of rotate in new underwear. But I feel weird wasting them. You can't rotate them. it in. That's what I'm saying. Nobody, you rotate stuff in, but you don't you rotate don't throw it, it no. out. No, I never wrote any, rotate anything out. So rotate it out, Same people. with bras. I have no boobs. I don't even need to own a bra. I could probably go the rest of my life, except for, like, if I ever went jogging, which is not going to (laughs) happen. I would need a bra then. But, like, I don't need a bra. I probably have 50 pairs of bras right now. I probably have 50 bras. And for why? I don't know. Just because you're supposed to own them. And so I have And I have all different sizes. I have, like, from um, when I had bigger boobs after I got done breastfeeding. I had, like, C's 
I still have those because it's, I don't know, what if I get big boobs again? <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen to my boob situation. What if I need these C's? I do know. I do know. <laughs> That's not happening. That's not happening. But I haven't gotten rid of them because I've just been like, well, I don't want to waste like them. skinny jeans. They're so expensive. <laughs> big bras and skinny jeans. Yes. Yeah. These are my, these are my gold, my gold bras. Gold bras. Yeah. That is one thing that I think most men have no idea how expensive bras are. Crazy. And that should be another thing. Like, have you heard they're going to stop taxing tampons and maxi pads? Because you have to buy it and it's so stupid that you have to pay tax on it. But bras, like a good bra, over $100. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, I could have the cutest pair of shoes that I would get lots of compliments on. Or I can have, like, a solid nude bra. Yeah. That gives me support. Yeah. Which do you think I'm purchasing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and, like, even a crappy bra... Is thirty five bucks. Yeah. Even a like a just a crappy underwire gonna it's gonna poke out and ruin you in you know like two months is still thirty five bucks, and all the Victoria's Secret like the patty pads like those are all fifty five like they're super fucking expensive. Yeah. Yeah, and that's part of it is I own a bunch of different like and you have like eighteen different kinds. Mm-hmm. You got your strapless and you got your t shirt. And you bra still and... probably just wear the same three bras oh, over and over. Uh, yeah, over. yeah. I wear yeah. the same like the same two bras and that's it. But I haven't been able to get rid of them at all. There might and, be an occasion where I need to wear this leopard print balconette with hot pink we, straps <laughs> with small bows between yeah. my tits. That is that not... That day might come. It's not comfortable in any way. <laughs> also, it's not flattering, but... No, should, no, not at all, really. Should I only have to wear it for about 20 minutes and then take it off? <laughs> I, I, I have underwear from... The 90s, I think. Like, no, not that. I mean, but early 2000s that I bought, and it's, like, not even in stock. Like, it's, like, the remember the string bikinis, and then the butt was really big? And that was, like, big at Victoria's Secret for a while. The, I have a bunch of those, and they are not flattering at all. And I'm never going to wear them again, but they're in my drawer right now. I think they're from 2001. I think I have underwear that is 15 years old in my... Oh, my God. Yeah. That was... That's, that's excessive. Mine wasn't. But you know what? I, I did go home... After I saw that girl, and I thought, we are all that girl. Yeah, oh, yeah. I went home, and I threw away all my old underwear. Oh, that's good. And I went online, and I ordered all new underwear, which <gasps> has arrived and washed, and now I'm like, see? So I think we need to pick a day. My, I have new stuff, but I don't have, I don't throw away the old, so you're right. I just need to, like, throw away all the stuff I know I don't wear. Yeah. And just let, just be, I only need, like, four <laughs> pairs anyway. You know, I need, like... Enough to get me, uh, probably seven, you know, yeah. just to be safe. A week's worth. Yeah. And then, yeah, I wouldn't have, and same with bras. I could get rid of, I have, okay. Oh, I remember how I was like, I have nothing to talk about. I'm stupid. Blah. That's how, that's why I started before the podcast. That's I have nothing. I'm not, start I have nothing. I'm not funny. I hate everything. Blah. <laughs> no. Um, so I have all of these padded bras and only in the last like few, like couple years have I just kind of stopped wearing padded bras entirely. And like, you know, if I'm wearing like something, um, that kind of like sometimes a dress will be too, too baggy without a padded bra. So I have, but I have, uh, I probably have eight very padded bras that I never wear that are just in my drawer right now. Um, so the other day I was at the mall and Victoria's Secret has a new ad campaign. I don't know if you've seen it. There's posters everywhere that say no padding is sexy now. (laughs) And I walked by that and I stopped and I had one of those reactions where you have like a bubbling up full body rage come over me, like where I stood there sweating in front of the Victoria's Secret because I was so angry at that statement. And like they have a picture of like, they have, they're cute bras, these cute little bralettes, which is what I'm wearing now. That's what I wear mostly now is like little bralettes. Um, But it just made me so mad because I'm like... Your marketing has been responsible for my body insecurity and wearing padded, uncomfortable, bad for you. Like, they've proven that actually the padded underwire bras are actually really bad for you because they push together. Like, you have a bunch of glands and stuff around and under your boobs, and they mash, like, all this stuff together, and they're actually quite bad for you. You are responsible for making me wear these terrible, ill-fitting, unattractive fucking crazy expensive bras but now padding no padding isn't sexy now and i just got so and i was like oh that's because you guys are body shaming big hangers currently <laughs> like the body like the there's been like a weird body shift where it used to be skinny skinny girls with no butt and huge huge tits right 
And now it's skinny girls, always, it'll always be skinny girls probably, skinny girls with small tits and a big butt is the thing. Like that's the body type that's in right now, which is great for me, I'll be <laughs> honest. It's finally my weird body type is like, yeah, we're into that. But it makes me super fucking mad because now it's like, oh, we're into small tits now. And it's like, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, except that I have big boobs and there's two types of bras you can get when you have big boobs. One is a matronly bra yeah. that has huge wide straps and giant, like, full coverage yeah. cups. <laughs> They're like or, hats. They look like hats. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will make you feel less sexy and beautiful than a giant mammary <laughs> bra. And, like, my sisters all have double Ds. And they've even, they've even said, like, those are the bras that are comfortable. Those are the ones that are hideous, but they actually support your boobs. Or you have. Or you have. From Victoria's Secret, padded bras that are push-up. Yeah. Which which I have the opposite problem of you, which is if I put on an article of clothing, I automatically look like like a trampy hoe. Oh yeah. Because everything on me, I look I have too much cleavage. You have so much cleavage. Yeah, and, and I with so a padded like- bra, <laughs> you look like you look like you are like, you know, like giving it up. And it's not your it's not because you're like, boom. It's just like that's how that, and, and it's been, actually, it was, <laughs> when I worked um, at this job with one of my best friends, we got written up because, according to our boss, we were having a cleavage contest. <laughs> Which you would have won. I don't, I don't even need to see your friend. I don't know. I mean, she was also, she was well-endowed <laughs> and beautiful girl. But it was like, I'm wearing a regular outfit. Unless yeah. I wear a turtleneck. I'm going to have cleavage. Yeah. And there's no good option for me either. Like, I can't wear a bralette. Yeah, that's why. That's what I mean. That's why it made me so mad, is I'm like, you've been body shaming my type for years, and now you're like, it's switched. <laughs> you're fine now. Um, your little tits are okay. Guess what? You can be okay with your body. It's in this season. We're, we're shaming the girls with big boobs. And I, just, I was like, fuck you. Fuck off. Like, yeah, somebody like you who, like, you – you either have the matronly bra or you need the padding and kind of a whole lot of bra to, like, you know, to be shaped. I just want something, like, in the middle. In the I middle? I want something that's tasteful. Yeah, that but not hideous. I can wear with a nice dress. Like, I wear a lot of uh, Diane von Furstenberg wrap dresses. That's, mm-hmm. like, my go-to dress. Everybody yeah. knows what that looks like. It's a very conservative dress. I put it on, and I look like, uh, I'm trying to think of something <laughs> That's equivalent to it, but you I look, look like I go, you look like if if you're wearing a padded like, bra, you look like Jessica Rabbit. Like, I was gonna say like some kind of bombshelly thing, yeah, which uh, I'm yeah. not attempting because it's I'm wearing it to work. No, and I yeah, you, that's that's like um, and I've seen you in stuff where I'm like I know she's dressing down, <laughs> but you have like because you have huge boobs, it looks like you went way up. Yeah, yeah, and no. it's embarrassing for me. Like I'll wear something like that to work, and then I'll catch my like I'll catch my my. Uh, I catch myself in the mirror or in like a window reflection and be like, Oh my God, I look inappropriate. For yeah. Work. Yeah. And that like, that kind of infuriates me. Um, because I've, my stepdaughter has huge boobs and she got, um, talked to in the hall. Cause she was wearing a tank top with a sweater. Very, in fact, she's wearing exactly what I was wearing right now, a hoodie sweater with a tank top underneath. And she had the sweater zip half zipped. And, um, one of the teachers came over to her and told her she needed to zip up her sweater cause she was inappropriate. And she was like, how am I inappropriate? And he was like, you're showing way too much skin. And she was like, I have massive tits. Yeah. I, I'm not showing and, too much skin. And unless skin. she wears a turtleneck exactly. in the summer, yeah. she's going to have cleavage, just like me. Yeah. And, and she was like, I'm like, not. Oh, look at that whore. And, like, we could be wearing the same. She and I could be wearing the same thing. And I would look modest. Yeah. And she would look like she was showing it off. And yeah. it's totally just a. Yeah. And I. Ugh. It's just your body type. Yeah. But it makes me mad that I feel, okay, ever since that stupid Dove campaign, they're like, body, like, you're beautiful when they, like, it was had the sad music and they had, like, women saying that they thought they were ugly and Dove was like, no, you're not. <laughs> oh, my God, girl, no, you're not. You're super pretty, actually. Which, they used all very beautiful women. Like, there was no, like, right. homely uh, aunt, you know, like, who was just like, ha, rah, you know, with a mustache. They all used very beautiful women who were insecure about themselves, and they just were like, oh, we're going to allow you to feel beautiful about yourself. And I feel like the like marketing recently has really had this lean in towards empowering, quote unquote, women with their buying power and being, and, and I find it really 
irritating that that's kind of where feminism is going, that it's like we're allowing you to be empowered this season because it's in. And that, that Victoria's Secret thing makes me – and it's, I even saw a granola bar commercial that it was like, you're, you're a strong, independent woman. And I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't, it's not because of granola that yeah. I'm not, and I feel like there's, like, a lot of ad campaigns are really leaning towards that right now, where they're like, do you, do you, do you love your body? Good for you, you know, and, like, and, and it's, it sounds like a funny thing to be mad about, because I should, I think a lot of people would be like, aren't you happy that ads are doing that? No, I agree, and you know what I noticed it on, is on social media, whenever anybody, only women, post pictures of themselves or post a you know post a group picture just post a random picture the comment that other women make to them is always about their looks Mm -hmm. you're so pretty you're so beautiful blah 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 why is it about their looks you never would see that on a men's photo if a guy posts a picture it's not like oh my god you're so hot you know like yeah men would never say that to other men no so why is it that the only thing that anybody ever has to say about women is a picture of a woman is that she's pretty you yeah. know, like, I, I, yes, it's, it's nice. It is flattering. I'm not saying don't say, <laughs> don't yeah. say that, but why is it only about That's that? like the go-to, you know, yeah. so automatically. You're so beautiful. Oh, oh my gosh. So and they say it to everybody. Oh, I get, you know what I get? You know what I get a lot? This is going to sound so snotty, but you know what I get a lot is, um, oh my God, you look so young in that. And I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> right. Like, it's such a like, you don't even look 35. And I'm like, but it would be okay if I did. And also, I do, you know, like, this is what 35 looks like. I'm not a 22-year-old anymore. I don't give a fuck. Like, I have scowly lines, and, and I look tired all the time. Fuck off. This is what 35 looks like. I just, I feel like that's such an insult to, like, like, if people think that that's a compliment, and you're like, no, I just look like a person. Like, it doesn't, I don't have to look younger than I am to have worth. Because it always implies more worth, you know? Right. Um, yeah, that... That drives me crazy. And I, so I had tweeted out that Victoria's Secret ad um, and, and said that I thought it was annoying and it was fucking insane. I, so I got this huge wave of dudes of course. who were like, oh, why are you shaming girls with little boobs? Like, if the big boobs were the norm forever, why can't you just, I, either one or the other, that either they, they took it as me shaming girls with big boobs or they took it as me um, shaming girls with little boobs and being like, big boobs are sexy too, when really I was just saying that the ad was stupid and obnoxious. And um, then a really interesting thing happened because, so, so I was getting harassed a bunch about it by a bunch of dudes, and then I finally ca- tweeted in response to all that, I was like, you guys get that I have really small boobs, right? Like that I'm saying as a person with small boobs, this is a stupid, obnoxious ad, and that Victoria's Secret has been selling us body insecurity for years, and now they're trying to sell us body acceptance. They can get fucked. Right. <laughs> I, that no, fuck you. I don't need your permission. But they're giving us. They're giving you body acceptance right. all of a sudden. Whereas me, oh my god, no. Yeah. Like exactly. you. Oh, sorry. You also now don't fit. Yeah. The the type. Exactly. Which I never did. Yeah. The type, but it's and that's what makes me mad about it is like them giving me permission to be okay with my body. It just fucking annoys me. Um, but then, so after I tweeted that I was like, I'm a, I'm a skinny girl with no tits, you know, not that that matters, but I'm, I'm saying that this is obnoxious because it is obnoxious, not because of what I look like. Oh my God. I had this like realization after that, that was like, I have like total skinny bitch privilege because a bunch of those dudes were like, Oh, okay. Carry on then. Go ahead, have an opinion. And that was really eye-opening to me because I think I've, I've seen, I have um, comedian friends who are women who are, you know, bigger girls and who are, uh, you know, plus-size women and who I have seen when they've tried to com- make social commentary on how people treat women's bodies, they just get waves of hate. Like you, I mean, oh, like you I'm cannot even that. imagine. It's just insane. But that stopped immediately when I was like, dude, I'm an A cup. Fuck off. Like a B cup if I'm hoping, you know. And then it was like, oh, okay, well, you're thin. So you can have an opinion. Your opinion matters. People listen to me. Those guys all were like, oh, you're right. It is kind of a dumb ad. After I said I was skinny. And, and that was super eye-opening to me. And I talked to a couple of my um, friends about it and was just like, does, is, is this true? Do I have this privilege? And they were like, fuck yeah. yeah. Your opinion matters more because you're thin. I would have 100%. never been able to say that. Really? Yeah. You, yeah. It, it's a it's a weird 
thing that I never realized. That been like, a, you, you're just, so, you know, you're fat and nobody loves you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the tweets I got before I said something was like, maybe if you worked out, you wouldn't hate this ad so much. I was like, well, first of all, I'm not doing that. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> fuck off. I don't have to. But I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm, this has nothing to do with my weight. And I was like, oh, okay, then you're right. It is kind of dumb. Like, just fucking crazy. And immediately, all the hate I was getting died down. As soon as I was like, I'm not, I'm not a big girl hating on skinny girls here. I'm just a skinny girl hating on everything. Because I can, apparently. Fucking crazy. I, I had no idea. I had no idea I had that. I think that with comedy, I get that a lot. Um, I, I've noticed that um, I do a lot of feminist comedy. And I don't get the pushback I get, that like some of my friends get. From the, from the audience or from Twitter or whatever. You were a big loud girl that yeah. you would get. Yeah. Yeah. For like getting, I I get like, oh, she's cute. She thinks she has. I I got brought up, I got brought up the other day at a show. This guy said, oh my god, that's cute. She thinks she's people. What? Yeah. And I later was like, it's because I'm like I'm sweet, you know, and I do my comedy shtick is that I'm like kind of sweet and blah blah blah. But afterward, I was like, Jesus Christ. So yeah. <gasps> bras <laughs> and everything sucks get a new one get a new for one for yourself that makes you feel good that makes you feel comfortable you know you know who has good bras who Macy's has great you know, bras I, you always, super cheap always get what they do like I don't know a, a, an annual sale or mm-hmm. biannual sale or triannual sale or something and uh, yeah I like Wacol bras Wachol I don't know how you say it the, the Wacola or whatever Wacol Wacol like W-A-C-H-O-A-O-L yeah yeah, I like those too. Those are pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I have a couple of those. But I, like... I haven't bought a Victoria's Secret bra since I was like 24 when they had those like water filled bras oh, that those were... up or whatever. I remember trying to explain those to a guy and him being like, I don't understand. I'm like, they're like water balloons in your bra. There's like a water. So that... Which is just like boobs. <laughs> Which it was so that if somebody bumped up against you, your fake boob felt like a real boob. Yeah. Can you, I, there, there are, uh, probably more than I'm ready to admit a lot of fellows out there who were very disappointed once I took my bra off because I wore those like water bras. Just kidding. Just kidding. I got nothing, nothing at all. And even before I had kids, I mean, I was just completely flat chested and I would wear these like push up water bras that made you look like you had cleavage when I, there was nothing. You were just taking skin and making two lines in the middle. That's not healthy. (laughs) Yeah, and I think uh, you this uh, experience at Victoria's Secret prompted a conversation about um, boob men. Oh yes, versus ass men yes. versus leg men. Oh, and my... you were like, boob men are the worst. They're the worst. And I was like, oh, I've always kind of hoped somebody would be a boob man. No, I don't mean. If... <laughs> I didn't mean. I, I I got a lot of hate for that too because we that was prompted by tell the story of the guy. Oh. <laughs> that was prompted by when I said boob men, I meant very specifically a certain kind of not just guys who like boobs because right. everybody likes boobs. They're wonderful. Right. But no, tell yeah. the story. Exactly. So well, I dated a guy. I actually lived with him for a few years. And uh, my friend Melanie Flitton Falwell, well, <laughs> before she was Melanie Flitton Falwell, um, was visiting one day at our house and we got out my laptop or I don't know, it was probably a desktop at that point. Mm-hmm. And we just like, you know, clicked into the search bar and the history dropped down. <laughs> oh, Lord. And so my boyfriend at the time had been searching for giant jugs, huge boobs, massive tits, like every iteration of... And some of them were ridiculous, too, like watermelon, watermelon boobs. boobs. He really did have this <laughs> obsession with watermelon boobs. I don't Which know are what that like even means. boobs that are so huge that like they're as big as a large watermelon. Wow. Like they're they're obviously um, they they probably don't even exist in nature. But he used to also have like porn magazines, and I think Jugs was one of them. Jugs is yeah. like a, a boob magazine. Sure. Um, and he so you know they'd be laying around the house and we'd be laughing at them. But he had this. It was probably twenty search items. That were spe- like boob specific, but like, like gigantic, gigantic boob. boobs, like cripple a person big. Yes, not like I like large ones, but like no. so big that woman's incapacitated. Exactly by them. 
Right. Like competitively Z boobs. Yeah, competitively big. <laughs> yes. Like the only way you can get that is to have a like insane doctor give you a boob job. Right. Massively dangerous plastic surgery yes. boobs. Yeah. Yeah. And so you were telling that and I was like <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I dated this guy once. <laughs> and I was like, dude, boob guys like that, and I don't just mean a boob man. I don't mean a guy who's like, oh, I love tits. I mean a guy who is a fucking emotional infant <laughs> who has this obsession with the biggest boobs. Those guys are always the worst. Those guys are, n- like, I have never had an experience. You don't think there's an equivalent ass band that's like that? <sighs> who wants, like, some exper- jacked up ass? Probably, yeah. <laughs> no, there's probably an equivalent ass man. But but I can, I can definitely say every guy I've met um, who was a self-proclaimed boob man also did not eat pussy, really had no interest in the woman's sexual, um, like, exper- uh, enjoyment or uh, was bad in bed, kind of proud of the fact that they were bad in bed, like, totally fine with it. Like, it's all about me. And was just kind of a lousy human being all around. <laughs> Whereas when I, the ass men I've met, like, ass men typically are givers in bed and are, like, a more about the, the pleasure of both people and are more about, like, uh, fucking than they are, I don't know, sort boob men are typically, like, at least, we'll say extremist boob men, are, like, they, they like this, like, sort of, I don't know, a PG version of sex that is all about ejaculating and touching boobs. boobs. Yeah, touching boobs and ejaculating on them. Touching boobs and ejaculating. And, like, <laughs> there's no, like, there's nothing for a woman really in that. Like, that's sexy and fun in the moment, but, like, there's not, I'm not going to come from that. That's just about you. <laughs> Whereas ass men are, I t- just have in my experience been, now see, what you've really got to get yourself <laughs> is a vag man. Because the last, the last couple guys I've been with have been, when I've been like, are you an ass man or a boob man? They've been like, nah, I'm a vag man. They're about the puss. And that's what you want is a guy who is all about the pussy and not about, because that is your sexual organ. Like that is like, if you're going to be into something, be into the vagina. It's amazing. It feels great. It does a bunch of stuff. It's pretty cool. Like, boobs are great, they're super sexy, but they don't actually... Have you ever met a hips man? No. I dated a guy once. Oh. He was a foreigner, I'll admit, so maybe <laughs> this is cultural. But he was obsessed with, like, hip, like big, big hips. wide hips. Like, and I've never seen that before. I was, I'm always, you know, of course, I'm an American woman, and I'm yeah. very self-conscious of hips, and you don't want... The, you know, you can have an ass... But yeah. from the front, you, you've got to be narrow. Yeah, yeah. I got hips, too. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, hips. yeah. So, and oh, he I'm... was obsessed with hips. And oh. I don't know. I, well, I he didn't love sounds it. lovely. No, you didn't love it? <laughs> I didn't. I was more like, I wish you'd like my boobs more, because that's, I'm more confident about I like those. these. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, but well, I only met ever once. I'm, I might those. be sensitive, because, like, so I was married to a boob man, who must have just the whole time been so disappointed. Yeah, that seems wrong. And he was always pushing me to get a boob job like always like suggesting it and like saying he'd pay for it and like always kind of like what do you think about it and I was always like I don't want one I don't want one leave me alone no and I almost got one after my third kid was born I almost got one just because I felt so pressured to be sexy and to like be what he wanted that I almost just was like fine fuck I'll get one and I'm so relieved I didn't like I have a lot of people a lot of the women in my family have gotten boob jobs and are very happy with them and it mm-hmm. helped their confidence and whatever if you get one and it makes you happy I don't give a fuck but I was but really glad are, I didn't that, they are different cuz I have no problem if you, you do whatever you want yeah. and if it does make you feel better I can understand Fantastic. That. you know just like get a nose job if it's going to make you feel better great but I dated a guy once who had dated, like, consecutively three women that had had boob jobs. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that was a whole different ball of wax than me. That had big boobs that were (laughs) God-given. Normal, like, regular, not normal, but regular boobs. boobs. Yeah, and uh, the fact that he was attracted to those women with the fake boobs... Kind I was of like, through, yeah. Mm, yeah, I mm-hmm. don't know. Does, you know, where, where's his boob fetish at? Yeah. Well, and, and like, he was always, he was always kind of pushing me and, like, you know, asking me if I was interested. And then, like, because uh, my cousin had gotten them and she was showing to me and I was like, they look amazing. They looked completely natural. They were gorgeous. But I also was just like, I kind of just don't want to spend the money. I don't want to spend the money. I don't want to get the surgery. It scares me. And I didn't end up doing it. And then later I was really glad because now I'm totally happy with my boobs. And I'm like, this is what I look like. Fuck off. Right. If I had an ad campaign, that's and what it would be. And you're so pretty. 
my god. That's what this whole thing is about, right? This whole hey, podcast. This whole podcast that, that I because I need some. <laughs> I was just in LA and within like 36 hours I was like, "Am I fat?" I can't tell anymore. Like I never think about what I look like really I don't really think about what I look like a whole lot, but within 36 hours I had such body dysmorphia and I was just like, "I'm huge." Oh God, I am so gross. I need to start like exercising and losing weight. That you would feel that way, except yeah. for LA. Yeah, except for LA. Immediately. <laughs> you said that I was like, she's not fat at all. She's really skinny, and then I was like, oh, LA. Yeah, you terrible place, you. You, you're disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it makes me feel so self-conscious and so icky and bad down there, and I just, yeah. So your boobs look great. Well, and you're back in Idaho, where you're skinny again. Yay! Thank God. <laughs> That's why I live here. That's Whereas why I, live I here. just joined Weight Watchers again. Yeah, you did? <laughs> I did. I feel like, I mean, I'm always saying I could lose some weight, and I could for sure, but I needed some kind of a tool because I'm, I'm at the age, what I realize is that I'm at the age now where I can't just like put my mind to it and lose some weight. Mm-hmm. No, I have to actually work at it and really think about it and I think I've points. I think I've actually hit that this year cuz the women in my family are extremely skinny until they hit age 40 and then their hips maybe I can find the number of that fella maybe pass that along <laughs> their hips and thighs just go bananas and and like so then all then unfortunately you're still real skinny up top tiny little waist <laughs> t- no boobs tiny little arms and then these huge asses and hips <laughs> and thighs and so my body has just started to be like well, yeah, let's put it all down there. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Because I've been spoiled and I've been naturally thin my whole life. And I've kind of been like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to start thinking about this and thinking about what I eat and being careful. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. I, I mean, I already do all that stuff. And it was stupid filling out the uh, Weight Watchers thing where, you know, it's like trying to gauge your habits. And all my habits are really, really good. Yeah, you exercise just, regularly. I exercise regularly. I I cook all the time. Mm-hmm. I eat really healthy food. You I do. eat whole foods. Like yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm doing everything right. Whereas and I'm I still... just ate three things of Domino's breadsticks <laughs> right. like two I nights eat ago. Candy, like when you eat candy, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I wish I could eat candy, candy, candy. Yeah. You know. And um, so I do everything right, and yet I'm still a chub. So nobody loves me. <laughs> no, I love you. <laughs> Maybe somebody would love me if I wasn't chubby. We'll see. <laughs> Why? Uh, wait, let's see where we're at for time. Because, okay, we're okay. Um, so, who do you hate this week? Do you got anybody? No, I don't think, well, nobody knew. Nobody knew? Just same <laughs> old, same old people? A lot of people. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I've got any, any people I hate. I mean, I was going to use, though, a girl with the, with the dirty-ass underwear, and then I was like, oh, but we're she is all, all of that us. girl. So then I'm, like, yeah. that's self-hate. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm I'm going through my underwear drawer as soon as you leave. Yeah, you did. Um, I had a a kind of weird weekend in L.A., and I hate a lot of people, but no, I just hate men. Um, Just I hate a bunch of men. I had a couple of guys say to me when I was at the comedy store, um, I had a guy talking to me who's like an older, kind of respected, fairly famous comedian, and we were talking, and I had let his friend be on my show when we were there, and um, our show, me and Jeff's show, and... um, he, we were talking for a little bit, and then he was like, oh, oh, do you do comedy? And I was like, yeah, um, yeah, our, our friend was just on the show, and or your friend was just on my show, and yeah, that's why I'm here. And he was like, oh, that's surprising. And I was like, oh, I don't really know what that means. And then in a little bit, I was kind of done talking to him, I, you can imagine. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take off. Nice to meet you. And he was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know, you are so pretty. You are so pretty. And if you're funny, like even a little bit funny with how hot you are, oh my God, you're, you just got the full package. Like you're going to do great out there. And I was just like, Ugh. and I like, honestly, there, that was one incident. And it just, and otherwise everything, everything this weekend was like that. Like everything was just that kind of just, you know how sexism can just be so pervasive, so constant that it just, it doesn't even make you mad anymore. It just makes you tired. Like. Mm-hmm. I just felt like the whole weekend, I just felt like, is this insurmountable? Is this just how it is and I should stop railing against it and just sort of, like, let the tar suck me down and smother me and just be like, okay. Um, and then I was kind of like, to him, I was like, oh, okay. I, like, I didn't even have a quip or anything. I just was like, all right, I'll talk to you later. And then he was like, no, no. And one of the other guys who was with was like, no, no, no. He just means, like, you are so hot. 
And I was like, thanks, thanks for, thanks. Thanks like, for totally marginalizing thanks, me and yeah. totally not ah, even knowing. Cool. Yeah. You know, and, and the whole weekend was like that. And I don't know, sometimes I, I have this, this like, I, I don't know how any female comedian doesn't just fucking quit. I, there's, it's so exhausting. It's so constant. It's so pervasive. Nobody talks to you in green rooms. Everybody ignores you. Everybody marginalized. I mean, there are a lot of really good dudes, you know, like I, I did hang out with some guys down there who were just wonderful and didn't do that to me. And it's hard to focus on that when you also have just so many, it's just so much. I think so you slog through it until you get to a level where you get to choose who is surrounding you. Yeah. And, and unfortunately that sometimes takes way, way too long. Yeah. And you forget that that's the environment yeah. that we live in. Yeah. Well, and, like, you hear, you know, I've heard a lot of male comedians be like, oh, Cameron Esposito's a bitch, Chelsea Peretti is a bitch, they're so standoffish, they don't talk to anybody. And I'm like, that's because you guys are the fucking worst. Yeah. That's because you guys are, like, they probably sat in green rooms for three years just silent by themselves, being horribly depressed before finally they got seven years, who knows how long, before they finally got to the point where they were just, like, big enough that they could be like, yeah, I don't talk to those guys. Get, get bent, right. you know? I can't wait to be at that point. <laughs> but sometimes I don't know. If I, it's so it's hard to want to keep going. Like, it just, it wears you into dust. And that's where I feel right now. I feel like I'm just this little puddle of super hot dust, you yeah. know, super sexy hot dust. And Or you're like me where you <sighs> just become a shut-in. I mean, I don't yeah. have to deal with sexism uh, in my workplace, which is really lucky for me. Um, but... I'm also not putting myself out there because I don't want a lot of those uncomfortable situations. Yeah, and, and that's... It feels like you have to overcome something every time you go out of the house. Yeah. You know, like when I went yeah. to the DMV and all of the men in, like, the rural DMV were breathing down my neck and staring at me and looking at me up and down and sitting too close. And, like, yeah. you feel like you're invaded and that you have to go into battle every time. Or driving yeah. in your car... And somebody will be next to you, like, trying to flag you down. Like, what makes yeah. you think that I want to have an interaction with you? I don't fucking know you. That, that like, feeling of being surrounded by men and everyone staring at you. Like, I was telling um, a group of guys the other day that I'm like, I've had that since I was, like, nine. Yeah. Like, it starts so young where you're sexualized so quickly and so young. I remember being, like, 11 and, and feeling the male gaze and feeling uncomfortable and weird and gross. We were watching Poltergeist last night. Calvin and I watched it for our podcast. And there's a scene in it where the daughter, who's in like a schoolgirl uniform, she's clearly like 15-ish, maybe a little older, maybe 16. Um, she like is leaving the house and the construction workers who work for her dad, three dudes in the back, start catcalling her and being like, hey, baby, come on. Oh, and they're like saying how hot she is. And she gives him the finger or she gives him like the, the one arm thing. And um, her mom is watching out the, the window and just goes, <laughs> oh, gosh. And I'm like, those guys are trying to fuck your teenage daughter. And you're just like, oh, boys. And they're all, like, in their 40s. Of course they are. And it's so, it's such a creepy scene. And it, and I realize that's an older movie, but I was like, oh, God, that is so creepy, that scene. That, like, this poor, and she's, you can tell in that scene, she's already dealt with it a million times. From her dad's employees. Right. And I was just like, oh, being a woman is the worst. Oh, God. <laughs> and it just starts super, super young. And, and so you have to go to the right, DMV. and then you're a bitch. Everybody thinks you are a bitch because yeah. you have your guard up. I have my guard up all the time when I'm out in public. Yeah. And I feel people staring at me when I'm out in public. And I'm just like, of course I seem like a bitch because I'm not yeah. smiling at you. And because what happens if I do smile at you? That's what I don't want to oh. find out. Yeah. And you have cleavage. <laughs> So having yeah. cleavage is like an automatic and flag to... And wearing high heels. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, um, I, I'm asking for it, man. I, was, I, wanted, I bought a new dress, and I wanted to wear it to my show, and I changed into it, and then I was like, it to the comedy store, and then I was like, oh, I can't wear this down there because it's too sexy, and it'll look like I'm trying too hard, and no one will take me seriously. Like, I have to dress so way down for shows, even though I like to dress up and I want to dress up, I have to dress way down, or in certain places, it, they won't take you seriously if you look nice, like if you look like you're trying to be sexy at all. The other funny thing was we were watching Zombieland um, with a bunch of the, the boys' friends, and they're like 13-year-old, you know, 12- and 13-year-old boys. and um, Or not Zombieland, I'm sorry, The Fifth Element. Um, and, you know, have you seen that movie? And she's kind of nippy. She's, she's a little nippy through most of the movie. And one of the little Mormon boys goes, 
God, why can you see her nipple through this whole thing? She needs to buy a bra. And oh, I almost went full feminism on, feminism on that poor kid. Because I was like, what's the matter? What's the matter? You can't handle seeing a nipple? What are you, the king of boobs? Huh? You in charge of whether or not people can show their nipples? What's wrong with you, man? And he was like, whoa. <laughs> and I was like, you're not in charge. Let me control their nipples. It's not your guys and our business. And he's not even my kid. He was just like, whoa. But he complained, like through the whole movie, he kept complaining that you could see Mila Jojovic's nipple. Like, just the outline of it. And he was just like, that's gross. That's gross. She should, somebody should make her wear a bra. And I was like, you're the kind of guy who in 20 years, you could become this fucking Republican candidate who's all about regulating women's bodies. Get the fuck out of my house, Luke. His name's not really Luke, but, you know, that's how I it felt. It is now. It is now. <laughs> it was one of those times you're like, hey, he's, he's 12. He's 12. You can gently... I was just like, well, maybe you, maybe you don't need to have an opinion on. Let's not police everybody's body. Yeah, I was like, maybe you don't, like, maybe you don't need to have an opinion on what women do with their bra situation. You fucking <laughs> monster. <laughs> anyway, I've had some strong feelings about feminism this weekend. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go eat a bunch of candy now. <laughs> but you're off sugar, so just kidding. Tomorrow, starting tomorrow, <laughs> I'm going off sugar with my middle son. Wants to go off sugar together. And because he's trying to lose weight for wrestling, so he was like, "I gotta get off sugar so I can get my get down to you know his wrestling weight." So I'm going off with him. So you're gonna get back down to your wrestling. Weight. I'm gotta get back down to my wrestling weight. I'm not. You know what? I'm your not gonna LA do comedy anymore. Weight. Yeah, my LA weight, which is uh, 84 pounds, incidentally, apparently. But only if you're over five six. Yeah, yeah. It's like the then opposite of the Sir Mix-a-Lot 72 song. 72 pounds if you're under five. Only six. if she's four three and 72 pounds. All right, well, I missed you, and it was really good to sit and talk with you. Yeah. I feel better. Thank you for being here. Yes. For this. You can just start coming on the road with me, and um, that way I always immediately have a woman to be like, this is bullshit, yeah? (laughs) Okay, just checking. Yeah, no, I'm afraid of what would happen to me. I'd be eaten alive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not likable enough, but you are. Well, but you got that. I could just wear a shroud and sit in the corner. (laughs) You're so pretty. You're so pretty. And that's surprising. (laughs) Because you're also funny and smart. That weird. I don't prefer those three <laughs> together. Happen? I don't like it. I don't like it. Like... And you look so young. God, you look so much younger than your years. God, you have so much worth. So much worth. And you should be proud of that. Yeah. For now. I mean, later you won't. And so you let it go. But don't yeah. keep trying. There's a lot of other things you could be ashamed about. Yeah. We'll talk about those later. Yeah. Throw away your underwear. Everybody, uh, I declare, what's what's today? What is today? Uh, well, it should be tomorrow. Uh, Whatever. Yes. So May four... 1st. We'll do May 1st. Okay. May 1st. May 1st is National Throw Away All Your Old Underwear Day. Uh, get rid of your get rid of your ugly bras and your panties. And I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to throw it. away all my, all my bras. You are. Well, of course. Of course. <laughs> All right. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye.